Welcome to Anime Fix, everyone. Hello. We have myself, Chase, and... My name is Lance. Hello, Lance. Hello, Chase. What are we talking about today, Lance? You're talking about the greatest movie of all time, Your Name. I don't know about the greatest movie of all time, but it's definitely up there. Well, for a, for a noob such as myself, it's today's oh, the greatest like, movie of all for time. like an anime? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That makes sense. I am pulling up my notes. We didn't have a podcast last week. What was that, Lance? Because you don't know how to manage your time. <laughs> yes, that has been my whole life's goal is how to manage my time. It really is. But uh, first off, I didn't wake up early enough. But second off, I didn't go to bed late enough the night before, right? Because <laughs> I had some family in town, and then they just kind of put a wrench in everything. So I'm going to blame it on them, and nothing's ever my fault. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Well, I bet you have a list of things to talk about, and so do I. Uh, I do. I have a couple, about a page and a half. Well, maybe more. It's a small notebook, more like maybe a page. Yeah, um, I like page about it as well yeah i'll just start first thing i notice on a rewatch is that the opening really sets the tone of the different worlds of the characters for the they even know the adventure they're about to go on yep the music uh the, the animation the design like um the strings sort of floating through the air like all that stuff really tells you what's going to happen before you even know what's going to happen yeah. Um, going back to that point is the and what I wrote down. The first thing that I um, wrote down when I was rewatching it um, was I can't remember if it's Misura or what's the guy's name again. Um, uh, I wrote it down here. I think Mitsura is the girl. Taki. I know that. Yeah. Taki. Yeah, Taki, kind of like the, the those rolled tortilla chips, Takis, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you remember which one said, "Sometimes I wake up crying and I don't know why"? It was uh, Misaki. Mitsuri, pretty sure. Or Mitsuri. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure she was the one that said it, and and then like that kind of set the tone for me, like again watching it because I haven't watched it since like 2016, and I'm sitting there like, that's a that's a crazy, like, deep, like, thing to say starting out a movie. I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I watching? Yeah. They're really um, hammering in. It's going to be an emotional experience. I think different for me this time. So, the real, I have a real struggle when it comes to watching just any sort of content that if it doesn't grab my attention very quickly, you know, I'll watch it. But I'm kind of like only passively listening or passively yeah, listening. I'm on my phone and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. And which isn't good. It's a bad habit in general, but it, it happens. Okay. And when I, but this one, we'll, and we're going to talk about that later, but I remember when this just grabbed my attention and I was like, wait a minute, what happened in the first 10 minutes? What did I miss? <laughs> I am invested in this. And so when I went to watch it a second time, the first 10 minutes, I, I probably, I loosened up as it went on because I, 
I'd seen it before, but the first 10 minutes, I watched every detail because I was like, I want to make sure I didn't miss a thing. And that was one of the things that I missed was the opening telling you about the, um, how the story was going to play out or kind of what the background of the story was very early oh, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So, um, why, why were you paying attention? Like the movie just started. It didn't grab my, it did, it didn't grab my attention. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch playing on my phone. Oh, but, I just didn't, you put it, it, but you put it on to watch it, right? It wasn't just in the background. I put it on to watch and I, I started watching and then I was like, ah, kind of a slow burn. This is a oh, bad burn. choice. What do you mean? That, that, that was So I wrote down that first opening song is amazing. And it, that that the, the artwork and the animation when it's opening up is amazing. And it was. It it is amazing. I'm a piece of shit and I don't give yes. enough time to <laughs> really settle in. So no, it did not catch my attention. Um and I just kind of just had it on for like the first five or ten minutes. And that it was so it was when and they when they when most of the characters realized that they were switching bodies. Yeah. That was when I was like, what the hell is going on? I had no clue what was going on. Even when uh God, I can't what's her what's the girl's name? Mit- Which one? Mitsura. Mitsura. Um even when Mitsura was acting all weird and her friends were recapping to her, like, Hey, yeah. you were acting real strange yesterday, all that stuff, like all that stuff just went over my head. I didn't even I was like, Okay, well, Teenage thing. She's just acting weird, and then I was like, "Oh crap!" We're switching bodies. Um, yeah. I was like, "Why? What did I miss? Is was there an explanation?" I guess I'm just gonna have to watch from this. I can't. I'm not gonna rewind. I'm going to watch from this point and see if they explain it to me later. Yeah. I would have had. I wouldn't have had to do if I just watched the first five ten minutes of the movie. I would have known. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's what's going on. Um, <laughs> you remember, like, when the title like scene goes up and it says, "Obviously, your name." Mm-hmm. That that kind of like the way that the title translates perfectly to the ending and the last words that they say. I don't want to try to jump yeah. the gun, but like that's where that reminded me of the ending when I watched it for the second time. You know, I, I have a same. I have a, a similar. But, but I, I when we get well, when we get there, I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, um, a missed opportunity, a missed opportunity. The movie is perfect, in my eyes. But I think it would have been uh, had there's a missed opportunity they could have taken in the very end, mm-hmm. or just been the nice like the period to the start of the sentence. I'll tell you that yeah. later. I'll leave that. I'll leave that. Sure. Of course, um, you go next because I've been I've I've already went through like three or four of these. <laughs> So let's see here. Uh, oh, so here's something that really caught me off guard. Um, you're going to have to correct me so many times. I'm such an okay. idiot. Uh, Mitsui? Mitsui. Mitsuha. I'm going to make sure I'm Googling this and make sure I'm saying it right. Because if I'm not, that's, re- that's going to be embarrassing. Mitsuha. I, you know, I have it pulled up on my screen. That's all I need. I'll just highlight it <laughs> so I can always reference it quickly. Um, Mitsuha. So, yeah, Mitsuha. Got it right. So, and uh, this is something that was interesting. So, like, very early on, Mitsuha were kind of older. It's implied that she's not coming from a very 
at the the richest person, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, their, their house looks pretty nice, right? But I thought I was going to say their house looks huge. But when she's in Tokyo, she's like, oh, my God, these pancakes are so, you know, I could live off this for a month. Which, by the way, that scene, that's when I said this is going to have time travel. Why do you, why do you say that? Because when she said I could live off these pancakes for a month and one of the other kids goes, yeah, like 10 years ago, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. The hints, the hints. Yeah. Um, of course, it was only three years in the uh, major spoilers. Um, it was only three years in the past, but still, like, I was like, that's an interesting thing to say. I bet you there's time travel. And then I was so, like, see, valid. See, like, totally, like, I thought the same thing, but, like, um, I didn't catch that hint the first time I watched it, and I was sitting there like, yeah, they switch bodies, and, like, um, you know, you know, they just go back and forth switching bodies, but then it was so unexpected when it's like, because I wasn't, I, I didn't like catch that hint. I was like, wow, it was, they're switching bodies, but not in the same time period, which was crazy. And also, here's another thing that I noticed, and, it, and this sort of, I might have to watch it, I'll have to watch it again, um, but I noticed that when they were switching bodies, they weren't the other person's bodies at the same time. Right? It, it, like, not, I'm, but there is, because the first, in the first scene, the guy switches into the girl's body, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that's what we experience first. And, well, we, we don't experience, we more hear about it after, but that's what happened first. And then after that moment, Sua wishes that she could, let's see here. What is it she said? She wishes to be a boy in their next life. And this is after she has those weird dreams, right? So she has yeah. not yet experienced going into Taki's body. Yeah. She's only, she's only been displaced when Taki entered her body. They brought up a whole question um, of where are they going? Oh, yeah. Being, um, being they're being displaced. Like I just little, think they think they're asleep. Think so? But they're not I like, so. okay. Well, I, 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 there was, there was a one scene with the grandmother where I think she said, you're in a dream and you see Taki kind of turn uh, to the camera and then he, he wakes up. So maybe it is or just kind of in a, a deep sleep. Thing. But that just would seem really weird to me that like not actually switching at the same time over yeah. different time periods. One is switching and then the other is switching. So I thought that was kind of. Yeah, I'm definitely jumping cool. the gun too here, but like. Um, I like how the grandmother slowly figures it out as well. And, yeah, and, and, and she's like, oh, yeah, I like, did this. Yeah, she, I did the same thing, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that this was both of the, uh, the um, Mitsua and Taki's story, or do you think this is more Taki's story? Um, yeah, excuse me. Um I think it's both of their stories. Like, I mean, honestly, like at the closer to the end of the second half, it's definitely more of a talky story. But like, uh-huh. the the first half the focus is more on Mitsuha and like the the way that um, her background and her family, like um, like generations past, how it keeps happening. I think it's it's more both of them. Like the first half is more Mitsuha, and the second half is more talky trying to figure out. Mitsuha's right. like lineage. 
I guess thinking on it now, I would agree with that. In the moment, though, I was thinking that this is more heavily Taki's story. Yeah. Because, like, we don't get to see, and then this is where I'm agreeing with you because it's Mitsua in Taki's body, but we didn't get really get to see Taki experience or Mitsua um, being in Mitsua's life the very first time. We saw flashbacks yeah. of it. It was Mitsua entering into Taki's body. We actually got to see a full day. Yeah, it's true. I heard, like going to school, working, uh, talking with that one uh, other waitress, which that kind of looking back on that now, that brings up some questions I have. And you might educate me on this. Like what? They Well, so like they speak to her very formally, right? Like she is. Uh, well, because there's formal Japanese and informal Japanese. Let me finish before you start pulling out the chalkboard. Um, I, do uh, so they, I don't think I have one. That was a metaphorical chalkboard. Uh, no, so she, they, they speak to her very formally, right? But then they go on a date later. Oh yeah. And and this is this is where I'm I'm ignorant on this. I know that if I'm <laughs> I'm speaking formally, they're either a, and I'm in high school. It's because they're an adult, right? They're you know I'm yeah. 16, 17. They're like in their twenties, early thirties, so I'm gonna to speak to them very formally. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't date them. I, I wouldn't okay. go on uh, yeah, so and I and and well not not only would I not date them, but like that you know, there are laws on that with like dating minors and stuff like that. So it kind of mm. brought up this I'll explain this, Japan uh, in a minute. <laughs> huh? I'll explain Japan in a minute. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And so I just that whole dynamic there seemed really odd to me. I like it, why they were doing that. And I know it's something I'm not, under, I just don't understand about their culture, but um, yeah, that's, that's just, that whole dynamic seemed odd. Can you explain to me why they were also, they were like that? Well, so my first thought was probably, he's in high school probably, but like he could be 18 at the end of his year, you know? Because okay. it's three years older than Mitsuha. So mm. kind of makes sense, I guess. Um, but the other aspect of it is, guess what the age of consent is in Japan? In 2021. What? Yes. 16? 13. 13. 13. What? What is that? What is that? I didn't know left from right when I was 13. <laughs> Let alone be in a long-term relationship. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane, bro. Asian. That's crazy. I can say that because I'm Asian, everybody. Can't tell by Chase the Asian on there. Lance can't say it, so definitely cancel him if he says anything like that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, like, like I looked that up, and I'm like, this seems kind of weird, having this uh, older manager waitress lady go out with this yeah, boy. Yeah, their boss and older. But but yeah, I'll sure I'll go on a date with you because you have a feminine side. Um, yeah, but it's not really you. Yeah, I think you're crazy when you tell them. <laughs> yeah, oh, thought, speaking, okay. of, speaking of that, go ahead. You go first. Oh, so that really explains a lot. Um, yeah. And I will, yeah, why, why that played out the way it did. So that's really cool. Well, it's really good to know now that if I ever see that later on in the animes, I can reference that. Oh, okay, this is probably what's going on here. Um, you did mention, though, that you said there's formal Japan and informal Japan. Um, assuming, let's say that they were within they, that it wasn't just a, a wide age gap, um, or 
between these two characters. But why would they have been more formal than not in that situation? Well, I, when I said formal Japan and formal Japan, I was saying like uh, Japanese, like like speaking. There's a, uh, a formal Japanese like way to, of of speaking only in like work settings and like educational settings, like when you have like, your senpai or you know someone superior to you. And then there's informal Japan where they like just speak um, normally, like casually. So like once you get into more animes and more of like the romance animes that you know me and uh, my wife's been you know watching and reading, uh, it's cool to kind of see how being on a first name basis really means you're like true friends or real friends because you say their last name formally until you get to know them like very personally and then you start saying first names and like it's a big right. step to get to that point saying first names so do you think that that was lost on me because well because of the culture difference but also lost to me because i watched the dub version and so the translation of it would have been in a more formal uh, yeah so i mean i don't know because the first one that i watched the first time i watched it in 2016 was the sub version so I can't remember if it was like that. I watched the dub version recently because I didn't want to pay attention like that. <laughs> oh, no, well, I was going to say. <laughs> no, go ahead. What I was going to say is the I number thing, thing I wrote down for four is um, the first thing that Taki did is the same thing I would have done if I woke up in a girl's body. <laughs> <laughs> first thing he does is like, boobs? Starts, and just starts like, huh, this is weird. <laughs> Pervert. That's what Mitsuo said yeah. to him. How, how many times? I only did it the one time. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not really. <laughs> Done it every time we switch bodies. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think. That, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I, I just keep interrupting you. Um, the first thing that like Mitsuha, remembering that, says is like, I have to go. <laughs> I thought that was. Funny. I um, no, it is funny, and I think though that like, I don't think it. So when I see that, yeah, I mean, the joke's there, but I, to me, I think you're in anybody's body, whether it's a guy into a girl or another guy, you're going to be like, like touching and like touching yourself or whatever, because you're trying to like orient to that, to that body that you're in. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's perfectly, like I got to have a, if I had an experience like that, I'm not familiar, like obviously, because I'm in my body, I'm very familiar with. You know, my mannerisms and how I react to certain things and how, like, when I'm walking, how my arms are going to flow. And it's all passive in the background. I don't think about it, but I'm conscious of it. If I was to be put into someone else's body, I'm not sure how to coordinate that. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, what it's going to be like when I, and especially if you're in, a, in the opposite sex's body, I'm not going to know how to orient myself, um, you know, with, different um body parts that i don't currently have so uh, i think that i mean they played it up but i think that definitely that is a very natural response i would be all over like okay what is going on what do i have here want to know what i'm walking into yeah and literally that was yeah. all i wanted to say on that very good I'm, I, I would probably i mean obviously i think the reactions that they had were very realistic i would say very much so. I like um, how it like after that whole thing happens, it immediately transfers to like the next day, and they think everything's back to normal, and they thought it was a dream because like Mitsuha and Taki's body is like, "There's no consequences. I'm gonna buy all these pancakes." 
Yeah. Oh, it's not my body. So I'll eat all these sweets rather than have a balanced diet. God, I wonder. Did, I would have loved to have seen uh, um, Taki post to a just binging on sweets. Um, have like a, a stomach ache. Something yeah. like where he's just like, God, I'm not hungry at all. Like, he's, it's just like, why aren't you eating? Feel full. Because she ate all the candy. Yeah. Um, do you think that would have taken you that long? Or let me rephrase it. If you were in a body switching experience, do you think you would have formed a plan with this stranger who you never met? Um, so quickly on how to manage it together. Cause I feel like as kids, they would have spent more time bickering. They did that. Bickering. What do you mean? Well, they did a lot of bickering, but they, they planned. Like, okay. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to manage this and how we're going to communicate to each other. It just seems. There could have been some time, um, time jumps here, but it seemed like it was, uh, they were too quick to figure it out. Well, I think either they created or they decided, like the creators did, to pick very mature teenagers. You know what I mean? Because the the way they act is not how most teenagers, I think, would formulate a plan to act. But it's also, I think, because they're on the later half of their like schooling, in my opinion. So they had time to like develop and everything, but I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? No, um, they do seem very mature. They do seem very mature and very uh, aware of their surroundings. Um, I think that could be it. You know, it, it's possible. So there are some. You know, just because you're a teenager doesn't mean that you aren't very mature. And I and I hate the phrase mature for your age because it implies that you're supposed to be immature to me anyway. I feel like you're either mature and there are plenty of adults who are immature for their age, right? Yes. And so I feel the age immature, you're not mature. And they did seem very mature. So I just my expectation of a teenager would not be that. But it's possible that a teenager can be very mature. And so that makes sense. Especially if you're in the later half of your career. And I, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like in, in my memory banks um, that in Japan isn't rope. They put a more emphasis on growing up quicker. Japan, yes. or am I making that up? Okay. Well, well, no, no, I, I wouldn't say growing up quicker. I would say there's a set path to follow that every Japanese person follows. And I can't speak for Jap- for Japan. First off, I'm not. Japanese, but second off, you know, I, of course I was born in Japan, but like I was only there for six months, but like from everything, cause I'm really big into in Japanese culture and in Japan culture. I really want to live in Japan, in Japan, you know, not, not possibly forever, but like just for like an extended stay, I think I would really like it. But for Japanese culture, it's really like, um, you go to school, you go to college after college, you get a job and you work at that job forever. You don't switch jobs unless you get fired or like it's like a, an amazing opportunity. You, you you work at that same spot forever out of high school uh, or out of college. Um, but 
there's a lot of things for like Japanese culture as well. So like they stay with their parents until like 27, 28, typically mostly like to save money, but also to like take care of their parents as well. And like most of the time when they move out, they move to a studio apartment and don't have a lot of you know space and everything because and no one owns houses. No one really owns cars. It's all like walking and public transportation, which is, is really cool in my opinion too. I do like that. I think I, it's kind of a, <laughs> a, a side tangent for me is, is that I wish public transportation was more uh, ahead in the United States and than it is. And I kind of get well, jealous, yeah. you know, of other like Germany has really good public transportation. I know Japan does too. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think it's like, like if you go in the U.S., like um, New York, and I've never been in New York, but you can tell me if you've been in New York. Uh, like the subway system, I think is kind of similar to like Tokyo, Japan, but I don't think it flows as well because like in rural areas of Japan, you still have to take cars and like bikes and stuff like that. So I've I haven't been to New York for a while, but yeah, I mean, there's pretty much. When I remember there, there's a, so when you're in New York and take the subway, just about every corner, not every corner, but every couple blocks, there is a, a subway entrance. You can go down into a station and then um, purchase your ticket. Or if you have a pass, a lot of times places with um, uh, more ahead, public transportation will have like monthly passes that you can buy or weekly passes. This gives you like a, of an unlimited as you need, right? Um, I know when we were in Seattle, um, that's how that worked. We bought, uh, I think we paid for a month because it was cheaper, but maybe it was a week because it was cheaper. But anyway, we, we paid we paid for more <laughs> driving or more subway time than we needed, train time we needed okay. because it was cheaper than individually paying for each one, right? Yeah, um, But... Yeah, uh, I think though in Tokyo, this, this is purely just from what I've seen. I think it's it's more efficient, and also I think it's faster. So um, it's not faster in I New know, York. <laughs> huh? I don't think like subway is faster in New York. That's for sure. Just a side side tangent. No, 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 yeah, no. It's so, like they're a lot more efficient. Um, I would agree with that, but yeah, that's kind of how that works. And I don't um, in New York, and I know that's how it was in Seattle and Chicago. It's like there's several entry points for stations. Um, usually, uh, in in Seattle, because it's my more recent trip, um, the way it works is is that the car actually goes through like the center of the city, it just goes straight up. And then if it's not within walking distance at your stop or the closest stop to where you're going, there are also buses. They're going oh. up and down uh, the road, so like you, we could easily get off your get off the subway. And if it's more than I don't know, you know, whatever time distance you don't want to walk, just walk to the street corner. There's a bus stop, and you go on there and you pay what you need to, and you ride to your next your actual eventual destination. So, yeah. yeah, that's why I love Seattle. I love I love cities. And I'm very interested in visiting Japan. And I am too. We should go. Let's plan it right now. Go. On stream. <laughs> uh, how about we plan it for next year? Um, nope. 
Nope. Right now. <laughs> uh, but I, that, that's something that really interests because I'm so for public transportation. I don't know. I'm interested in going to Japan, but I'm also interested in their public, seeing what their public transportation is like. That's part of the reason why I, I want to move to the West Coast so much. Specifically, like the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, and Portland area is because uh, of the public transportation system. I think it's just amazing. Yeah, we got to go to Akihabara. By the way, that's the uh, that? it's the the district or town or area of like manga and anime and video games. It's like a whole that, town dedicated to po- it. Is that where the Pokemon Museum is? I don't know. Probably, I would assume. There's a, there's a like, there's tons of like different buildings that are just filled with manga, anime, and like statues and stuff like that. No tours would like to go to the Pokemon Museum. I would like to go to the Pokemon Museum. I'm looking at like packages now. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on to the oh, next note. Fine. We can talk about this later. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this stuck out to me, and this is another uh, culture thing that I don't, um, I'm not following. Do you remember when Mitsuo was carrying her grandmother? It wasn't Mitsuo, it was Taki, but yeah. It's Taki in Mitsuo's body. When he yep. was carrying um, his grandmother, and she was kind of being given the you know, wise words. Is that a trope? My first thought of that was um, when I saw that was I I thought in Star Wars Empire Strikes Back when Luke is running around training and carrying Yoda on his back. Yeah. And um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. And Yoda's like giving him wise words. I know that you know elements of Star Wars were influenced by Japanese culture, not all of it, but some of it, yeah. uh, specifically with the Jedi um, and samurais. But is that is that a trope? Or is that something common in Japan? Or is there a, a, a reason why someone would carry the older person on their back like that? Um, I actually don't know that. That's a really good question. Um, I see that trope, not a lot, but like with romance animes I do with family, I, I see it pretty often actually. But um, it might be a culture thing. I mean, I think it's just respecting your elders, I think. Um, and like, you know, seeing them like needing help and you, and you help without, you know, not necessarily even asking for it. I guess part of the reason why I thought I, I thought to ask that is because like, if I was asked to carry like my grandmother, uh, she's my no mean, it's not like she is a, a, a bigger person to where it would be very difficult to carry her. But I know that if I was to ask to pick her up like that on my back, it would be very hard. And I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. Like, um, especially not in such a way, not in such a, a, a extended way where, like, if I needed to pick her up to move her short distance, sure. If I was like, oh, yeah, I need you to pick me up and carry me up this mountaintop. <laughs> uh, well, like you're crazy. Well, <laughs> well, well, Japanese people are also a lot smaller overall. So, like, she's probably like like that. Grandma's probably like four, four eight, four seven. Like my mom, and weighs like 
110 pounds, probably. That grandma. Fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering if that was something that was common, carrying your elders like that, or if that was just... Yeah, uh, I don't say that's common. I would say respecting your elders is very prominent in Japanese culture. Um, yeah, the, the, the so the first time um, you go to the Mia Zura shrine, like uh, Mitsuha's last name, that go go mm-hmm. to that shrine, and then um, like they're all dressed in like yukatas and everything like that. Do you know what yukata is? What's a yukata. What's a yukata? I, a yukata is a traditional like wear. Then you go to like a festival or like a formal event, stuff like that. So like yukata is like what Mitsuha was wearing. Uh, it's like a silk like kimono kind of thing. Oh, is it different from a kimono, or is it another type of? Is like what is a like, difference? I'm ignorant here, but what? Yeah, what is the difference between that and a kimono? I'm and what is up, a actually because because I have no idea. <laughs> okay. A kimono has a soft, full-width collar, whereas a yukuta has a half-width and stiffer collar. So this material is made from. So uh, a kimono... Style of garb, then? Huh? I was going to say, so it's a different style of garb, but it's the same, or is there... Um, Same style, but different, like, features on it. So a kimono usually have an interior lining, whereas yukutas never do, and are sewn from a single layer of fabric. So yakuta are worn by men and women, like other forms of traditional traveling clothing. Yakuta are made with straight seams and wide sleeves. And like every time, like uh, in romance anime, every time a girl wears a yakuta, the guy or like the the like significant other always swoons over that because they never see him in like that attire, which is cool. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, but go on. You were you were starting to say um, about the shrine. Just wanted to stop you there because I didn't know what that was. And no, you're, no, you're good. I just like how like it, it goes to that shrine and it see and they're all at the festival and everything. And that's the first time you see the comet, and that's the first time like you're like, what's that comet have to do with anything? And then Taki slowly starts to figure it out. Do you think? Um, I think they mentioned it later on. Maybe they we've they've already answered this question, uh, but remind me. Do you think that all this body switching, they mentioned it being over a, a historical period of time, uh, a, a lengthy period of time, was in response to the comment to eventually save this town? So it was kind of like a predestined, this is going to happen, so we're trying to, in a supernatural way, save these people? Or do you think the comment is when it occurs, this is what causes this family's uh, the body switching thing to happen, and in this situation, though, it just kind of ended up killing the town. Did I think answer the, that, that, that question. Yeah, I'm trying to think actually because I think the comment is what caused the 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 transition or like the the, the time switching and then the body switching, but uh, I think. Because of that switch, the other things, because because remember how Mitsuha's like grandma's like strings have a lot to do with it, and string is and like strings are 
like the flow of time. And it's not always straight. Um, yeah. I th- I think first of all, Mitsuha making that sake from like chewing it up and putting it in the thing, and then also like Mitsuha going to see Taki and Taki not knowing yet and giving him that ribbon or that string, tethered them together, and then you know Taki was able to go back to the shrine later on and drink it and be tethered again. So I think yeah. all of it is a big combination of things, but I think the first thing that started it was the comet because that's the first thing that happened. You, you brought up the, the bracelet, and they, I noticed this on my second viewing. We don't see the bracelet until after, in Mitsuo's time, he gives him the bracelet. Supposedly, he's had that bracelet for three years. He doesn't we don't hear him. Re- so we don't he doesn't reference it until after we see, until after the period of. So, Mitsuo goes to see Taki on the night that the comet's going to hit the town. Yeah. And he doesn't know her because obviously that he hasn't met her yet. Um, they're not. Just, she realizes they're in a different time frame. I think she realizes, but he doesn't recognize her. And so she gives him her bracelet, right? what we see from Mitsuo's perspective. But in Taki's perspective, Comet hits on the night he's on that date with um, uh, the girl from the restaurant that he works with. Yeah. Um, he's like, no Comet. What is she talking about? And did she get it wrong? And he tries to call her and she doesn't answer. And that's when we first time we hear the, uh, the call not being able to be completed. The next morning, that's when he pulls out that bracelet, which if you were to um, look at those two time points and you were to pop them on top of each other as if they were happening at the same time, mm. after it gives him the bracelet that he, we finally hear him in his time reference that bracelet. So I, I, well, think- you know, I, I bring that up and I, and I ask this, but do you think like, yeah, they're tethered together, but do you think that Things are only going to happen for Taki in his time if they happen to him in that time. Do you think there's some sort of like um, uh, thing think... where it only renders uh, true if it happens? To, like if Mitsuo didn't go visit him in that timeline and her in her time and give him the bracelet, would the bracelet still be there? Probably not. But like we don't see it because it hasn't happened yet. So, so he, so you see Mitsuha giving the bracelet to Taki in like the back half of the anime, right? Right. He goes so to I just for the first time on the train, and he's like, um, yeah, he, he throws it and everything. So, like the the date with Taki and the wait waitress manager, right? That happened before all that, right? So I looked it up. I'm just trying to, because I I'm pretty sure I remembered seeing the bracelet on Taki before even knowing about the bracelet, and he's wearing the bracelet in the date. I just looked it up, so it's always there. You just don't know, you don't see it until it's shown to you. So he's always had it, but Taki only wears the bracelet when it's Taki. Mitsuha doesn't know that Taki has the bracelet because she hasn't given it to him yet in her time. 
Oh. That's crazy, isn't it? So, 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 I completely missed that. So yeah, so so I I I thought I remembered seeing Taki wearing it, but like I looked it up and like when Mitsua is in Taki's body, she doesn't put it on because she doesn't know that she gave it to him but like three years ago or whatever because it's still her time period three years ago. That's a cool detail. I know, explains, right? Okay, it yeah. Explains a lot, doesn't it? That's yeah. crazy. But that was something that really stuck out to me. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we know that now. I'm going to have to watch for that now. Watch it yeah. a third time. And then it's like, okay, or, where's the stamp or, bracelet? I want to <laughs> every time stamp of when the bracelet appears. We're, uh, uh, we're, we're coming up on the close. So go ahead and ask the questions that are most important to ask now. So I got to go get that, uh, that weight stuff. Um, oh, Okay, so all a lot of the stuff we've covered. Um, obviously, we agree that the music, the whole. I started listening to the album after my second watch through, and I just think the soundtrack is absolutely amazing and suits the story so well. Bro. The music really had the layer to each scene when we're presented with it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah. So I'll end then with a couple things. How was your, what was your reaction like when the comet hit? What was your initial thought when you're like, oh, obviously they're going to save this town and yeah. or, or and then this it town, didn't happen. Yeah. So like, I, I thought the town's going to be fine or anything like that, but I was shocked. I was like, that town just, I mean, that comet just hit that town. Mitsuha's right there. And I'm sitting there <laughs> like, well, and then Taki's like, yeah, we, and, and after, after that Tuesday or that Wednesday, we never switched again. I was like, that's because she's dead. It's because she's dead. <laughs> I was, it hit me so hard because, like, a lot of times in movies, I mean, you, they build up anticipation for a particular climax in a, um, in a scene. And you're like, oh my God, is it going to happen? But I think you always know it's not going to happen. You have this expectation that the, the hero or the, the good ending is going to happen. When when the comet actually hit and decimated that town, and we learned what happened, I was like, "Oh my god, this what? Yeah, How do you come back from that?" And obviously, because we're in a supernatural time travel, yeah, and, and, then movie, like, you know, and then we see that, and then Taki has to slowly figure that out, traveling yeah. all over Japan. Yeah. Um, and then the missed opportunity that I mentioned at the start of this was I thought it would been really cool. So at the end, where they like. Uh, you, they say, "What's your name?" Right? Which yeah. is kind of the common mm, saying. Like, "What's your name? Who are you?" I thought it would have been really cool if they just walked up to each other and said, "My name is." And just answering the question that oh, I yeah. asked at the at the start the of beginning. the movie. What's your name? My name is. Yeah, I I just like it where it ends on. I I like it where it ends on the title name. Like, what's your name? Yeah, you know it's 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 still a very good ending. I just. I just thought that was like a oh that would have been a miss you know a, a fun little joke yeah you know at the, and, at the end there and, and as much as I want a sequel I don't also want a sequel because it ends so well well you you might be surprised um, when we watch our next movie what's the next movie weather gathering with you oh I haven't seen it right I feel like it's gonna tie into it now I haven't seen it maybe. Maybe not. It's made yeah. by the same 
um, people, uh, director. Yeah, I same people. So. Yeah. And so we're I'm talking not about... going to tell you. I'm yeah, don't tell me. Tell you, but so it, we'll talk about that next be... time. We can watch together on Discord, and I I can react and review in in, in real time. Oh yeah, we could do that. Let's see here. Because I've seen this and you haven't, so now um, I get to see your first reaction. Yeah. But versus when you heard about my first reaction to your name. Definitely. Alrighty, All right. we're gonna we're gonna end it there, everybody. Thanks for watching. Um, catch you next time we watch Weathering with you live. I think that's the plan. Alrighty. All right. See ya. Bye.